This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Daily Briefing for Monday the 19th of February. Mobile phones will be banned in schools in England under guidance issued to head teachers today in an attempt to minimise disruption and improve behaviour. The nationwide rules will give backing to teachers in prohibiting the use of mobiles throughout the school day, including at break times. The guidance also gives teachers the power to search bags and the legal protection from being sued by parents for loss or damage to confiscated devices. It comes just days after an intervention by the mother of Brianna Jai, who called for her daughter's murder to be a tipping point in addressing the impact of the internet and social media on children. Adam Payne is a reporter for Politics Home. The worst effects, I guess, of children having constant access to harmful um, material. My understanding is that schools will be given new guidance and then ultimately it will be up to schools to decide how to use the powers. So I guess it'll be interesting to see how teachers in classrooms across the country decide to use these powers. A quarter of foreign care workers are abusing UK visa rules by working illegally in other industries, the Chief Inspector of Borders and Immigration has said. David Neal has disclosed a series of findings from his inspection into the Home Office's handling of the social care visa route since it was introduced two years ago to help plug labour shortages in the industry. He found that the Home Office had issued 275 visas to a care home that did not exist and more than 1,200 to a company that stated it had only four staff when it was granted a licence to operate. The widow of Alexei Navalny will meet European foreign ministers in Brussels later, after the body of the Russian opposition leader was reportedly seen in a hospital morgue in the Arctic city of Salakar. Yulia Navalnaya posted a photograph of her and her husband on social media on Sunday, two days after he died in a nearby prison. Over the weekend, Russian courts sentenced dozens of people to short-term prison sentences for participating in vigils honouring Navalny. Thomas Graham is a former special assistant to President George W. Bush and a senior director for Russia on the National Security Council. He expects the tributes will continue. They want to demonstrate uh, their continuing support for him and his goal uh, of combating corruption in Russia, advancing democratic processes. Um, The Kremlin... Uh, by the same token, wants to repress any demonstrations of uh, support for Navalny, and so it's not surprising. Oppenheimer was the success story of the 77th annual BAFTAs on Sunday evening. The biopic of the theoretical physicist who developed the atomic bomb won seven categories in total, including Best Film and Best Director, as well as a Best Actor award for Killian Murphy, who played the title role. In his speech, Murphy thanked his so-called Oppenhomies, as he reflected on becoming the first ever Irish BAFTA leading actor winner. I mean, it's a little overwhelming. Uh, It's kind of mind-blowing. I'm thrilled and uh, a little shocked. Um, Yeah, and I'm I'm really, you know, I'm really proud Irishman. (laughs) I have to say that. (laughs) Of course I am. Uh, And uh, it, it it means a lot to me, you know, to be to be Irish. 
The Best Actress Award went to Emma Stone for her role in Poor Things, which won five BAFTAs. The historical drama The Zone of Interest won three awards, including Outstanding British Film. There's more on all of these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.